0: evening and welcome to another exciting Monday night. I am super excited to have our guest here on the show, uh, Melanie, and I want to thank all of our viewers for uh, tuning in, I guess is the proper word to say. And uh, Melanie, it's just been a pleasure getting to know you over the last couple uh, days and uh, just really want to Thank you for deciding to just jump in right with me. It's funny because Melody showed up on last week's episode with Aunt Andrea and all of a sudden um, I said, why don't you come on? And so she, here she is. So with that, Melody, welcome to the show. Thank you.
1: And thank you for doing this because you reach people when you put somebody on to help spread their light. And that's what it's all about, helping each other. We're all in this together.
0: Absolutely. Sorry, there's it looks like they're having some technical difficulties on LinkedIn. Something just popped up that I have never seen before in my life. So hopefully, LinkedIn is uh oh, hopefully, it's streaming to LinkedIn. Um, okay, continue to LinkedIn. Sorry, That's so good. uh, Melanie, tell us a little bit about
1: yourself. Okay, um, the first thing I will tell, which I usually do when I do a video is that I have had a pancake pile of traumas that ended up with having anxiety and PTSD. But it doesn't have me anymore. I have gotten out of that. I'm not just a survivor anymore. I'm a thriver. And the things I've learned through it and the bricks I've learned of how to help myself out of it because when this pandemic started, boy, I was in the dark tunnel with everybody else. It was scary. Um, I was grounded. My, My adult kids were like, you're not leaving the house because I am high risk. And not being able to leave the house, not being able to do anything that I was used to doing was scary. It was scary for everybody. And not just in this country, but all over the world. People were feeling it. People were feeling the fear. Mm -hmm. And fear can take you over. It is a big monster in front of your face that that's all you can see. But then I, oh, sorry. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that for sure. But when that's all you see, then you don't get to see any of the good stuff. And there's plenty of the good stuff. And for me, it kind of changed when I was doing the dishes and I have a playlist of songs and I was playing you say from Lauren Daigle Mm -hmm. and it kind of became my stronger connection with God because how inadequate I was feeling. The song was saying, it's okay that I feel that way, but I'm going to listen to what you're saying that I'm enough that I'm loved and it got me into asking him questions and in the morning and I have made this a habit at this point every morning before my feet hit the floor unless something happened you know somebody knocked something over in the house you know Mm -hmm. unless I get hurried up out of bed when I wake up I thank God for the gift of a new day because tomorrow's never promised. And we all know that the hard way. Tomorrow is literally never promised. So this could be your last day. So I thank him for the gift of a new day. And then I ask him three questions. What do you want me to see today? What do you want me to hear today? And how can I serve? And I watch i go through the day thinking wow there's a synchronicity that's pretty cool (laughs) and there are things that i would have missed if i was still living in the fear so now instead of thinking (laughs) i used to think if it wasn't for bad luck i wouldn't have any luck at all my dad used to sing that
0: (laughs) quite honestly he would sing it he'd make a song out of it and sing it
1: (laughs) I can believe it. That's how I felt. That's how I felt through most of my life. But now when you open up that, that path of being able to say, okay, there could be other possibilities. Maybe it's not just all bad. So show me the possibilities. Show me what it is you want me to see today. And, and I'll give you one particular, um, I'm into Reiki healing. I actually got my certificate today for having the second class I graduated from, and I'm going for my Reiki Masters. Well, I do my morning Reiki with meditation and God and grounding, and that morning in particular, I didn't do it that morning. I didn't get a chance to, and I knew I had secretarial work to do that day. Um. So it was like, get the kids to the bus, get your work done. So I was doing that and it wasn't creative work. It was work work. Mm -hmm. So I was doing that and I got that done after some aggravating technical difficulties. (laughs) (laughs) And then my granddaughter asked me if I could get the kids off the bus. And normally she did. And I had started writing a creative article. And I was kind of aggravated that she asked me to. But that morning I had also gotten um, an email that said, hey, you haven't been getting our newsletters. You want to check it out. And that had to do with colors. Because colors are healing too. Mm -hmm. And I opened it up because it was in my promotions tab. I opened it up and it was red. Well, red is the um, root chakra. It's grounding. Well, grounding is what meditation does. But that day was heart chakra, which is green. But my phone said 1111, so I knew to pay attention. Didn't know what it meant. Mm -hmm. So I go to the bus stop and it's raining out and there's a puddle there and the raindrops hitting it are creating these little ripples, these and a pattern of ripples that were so beautiful And then I look up and all the greenery is extra green because it's wet. And I was like, if this isn't grounding, nothing is. This is why you were supposed to stop and go to the bus stop because you didn't do any grounding this morning, but you Mm -hmm. need it. So if we keep our mind open to seeing it, even if I didn't think that that email was going to make a difference in my day, And I didn't think going to the bus stop was something I wanted to do. Right. But if we keep our mind open to what it is we're supposed to see, what Mm. it is we're supposed to hear, and how we can serve, like being able to talk about this synchronicity. Exactly. That's what we need in our days. And they can be in every single day. I have found them to be in every single day. And your last show with Andrea on it, mm-hmm. you asking me, are you free next Monday? That you said was not something you do. Not ever. And I just, I opened my my um, planner. There was nothing there that, well, six o'clock there was. But not at seven.
0: So right. I
1: was like, from the looks of it, the universe is saying do it.
0: <laughs> so there I am. That is, there's... A lot in what you said, um, uh, fear is definitely. I'll go back to the beginning of what you were saying. You know, um, fear can take you out if you let it, and um, you know, especially if you are going through a lot of different challenges at the time. And then you know, then the you know the enemy is whispering in your ear. Well, you know, you know you can't do it. You you know, and and just whispering um, <laughs> those words of not encouragement. Um, but, you know, and, and just if you allowed yourself to get into that and, and have that take root. And I, I keep reading um, that feel cure kills more dreams than, uh, and yes. as, uh, than anything else. And that is so true. You know, I, I've, if I would not have allowed different things in my life to happen, then, you know, I probably would have been a lot further ahead than I am now. But then I'm not, I wouldn't be the person that I am today. And so you learn stuff in that. Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, I love what you said here, see, and serve. I love that, you know? And I had a, um, I had a, uh, a coach one time tell me, you know, exactly the same thing in the mornings. So, you know, wh- what do you, what do you want me to do? Who do you want me to be? Uh, you know, and she would literally go for a walk and she would literally ask God left or right. And she would, she would go however she thought she heard. That's what she did. And I was like, could you imagine having 100% complete obedience like that? It was, that was just like radically wild. And so I tried it. (laughs) Me who is a control freak. And the decided. places can lead are amazing. I went a completely different route than what I normally would have for my walk. Now, I ended up talking to uh, a gentleman on the way. He was, um, my husband and I had just moved into here. So I was just trying to get into the area. So I usually was taking one way. Um, but then I just happened to go a different way. And I would meet different people. And it was absolutely wild what had happened. Um you know, and, and just allowing yourself to be open to that. I, I just love that. Um, there was, and Wayne, Dr. Wayne Dyer has a, ever since I read his uh, spiritual, I think it's spiritual healing book or something. Anyway, I, it's been a while since I read it. Uh, he says, be open to everything and attached to nothing. So if I see myself getting really worked up or really attached to something that I know I don't have the, the control over or the outcome of in my mind, is my mantra, be open to everything and attached to nothing. And I just like, I love that. You know, you never have. A, could you imagine if we said yes to everything that came away? I was just thinking about this. I remember seeing, I don't know if it was on a movie. I think it was on a movie and it was like a comedy. And she was dared by her friend to, no matter what anybody threw at her, she had to say yes to it. And she was uptight and she was, a bit of a control freak in the movie. I forget what movie it was. And so for her to just let go and to allow people to do or speak into her life, it was just like, wow. But I'm like, could you imagine if we just did that?
1: Yep. If we were just kind all day long, can you imagine? Like if you saw somebody and just complimented them on their hair, or you said, thank you to the people that did things for you that you normally don't even notice them cashiers they are standing on their feet all day to serve the public and half of the people that they serve don't even notice them won't remember what they looked like or didn't even notice what they sounded like and they spend all day doing that so I made a point I make a point when I go to the store I will always thank my cashiers for doing the job they're doing. Because if they didn't do what they're doing, I couldn't do what I do getting the groceries. Right. So I thank them for taking, number one, taking the risk. Because they have been proven to be our essential workers. Because Mm -hmm. without them, you're not shopping. Without them, you can't buy that food. Somebody has to be there to sell it for you. Yeah.
0: So... That is so true. And, you know, I used to work here in Canada. We have what's called, uh, one of the grocery stores is called Superstore, and it's owned by Loblaws. And um, it's one of the higher ends. You have No Frills, which is owned by Loblaws too, but No Frills basically is just, I don't know. It, they don't have like the high end groceries and things like that, and then you have the superstore, which has more yeah. of your PC products and okay. and things like that. So it's it's more of a higher end grocery store. So, um, I worked. I used to work there, and the people that w- I would get in my line. I was a ca- a cashier, and some people would be just be so ignorant, and. I remember one of my co-workers actually got spit on oh. and i'm like if somebody ever decided to spit on me that would be the last day on that job because i'm telling you i'm not putting up with that and i mean people have bad days but there is absolutely no reason to spit on somebody especially somebody who's making minimum wage right. in a grocery store uh you know it, it's just un- unbelievable we, we could even
1: cool. we can even change that by saying, "Wow, you must really be having a hard day." I'm sorry. You know, try to empathize mm-hmm. with the grouchy ones because some days we're grouchy. Mm-hmm. And if just one person looked at you and understood that you were yeah. having a bad day, that would change yeah. it. You wouldn't If everybody did that, if we looked out for people that needed that mm-hmm. that um I see you. I understand. Yeah. And other people to us did the same thing back. Yeah. Can you imagine how our days would be? I just okay. wrote an article about that in particular because that's what I want to show people. We are all in this together. Mm-hmm. We are. No matter what, you're connected. You're not just mm-hmm. connected to other people, even through people you don't know. We say, wow, it's really a small world. Because we run into people who know people we know that you wouldn't think they'd know. Right. So the saying is there for a reason. Mm-hmm. And we're also connected to Mother Nature. We're connected to the earth. And we have to feel that. Because when we're not feeling good, we get prescriptions for physical health. We get prescriptions for mental health. We don't handle the spiritual health. And our lives are so busy that we don't even sometimes take the, the, the a minute to even acknowledge God or your yeah. higher power. For me, it's God. Me too. Yeah. But if we connected, we would lower that stress. So your spiritualness, your spiritual health, is balanced between your mental health and your physical health all three are connected and if you leave out one the others suffer our mental health is literally biologically affected by the chemicals we produce in our brain when we're stressed out and if we can take that spiritual connection and reduce that um negative hormones that we're giving off from stress mm-hmm. we help both our body because heart attacks are caused by stress too. a lot of health conditions are. Yeah. So we're affecting the physical health, the mental health by connecting with our spiritual health. Yeah. Everything's connected. And if we start to be open to that, then we're not just survivors and we're not staying in just the trauma. My traumas, my pancake pile of traumas, that's not what they are anymore. They are literally powerful events that have happened because I sat in those situations, in those traumas. I got to see from the inside. And when you see from the inside, you're able to help the people that are in the dark there. They haven't gotten out of it yet. Yeah. That's where the light is. Support groups are based on that. Support yeah. groups are the people who have actually gone through it to be able to help you, to support you, to find the light to get out of it. And that's how we're all connected. Yeah. So I connect to people that have anxiety and PTSD because I've been there. I've been sitting in that. And guess what? You don't have to stay in it. You don't. You get through it because we do get through it. That's how we become survivors. And yep. we survived that. Okay? Now that we've survived it, survived it and got to the other side, what did we see in it that somebody who hasn't been there can't possibly
0: understand? Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's why we all go through different things is to help other people go through their situations. Um, you know, that, that is totally true. And I love what you said about support groups because I, it wasn't even a, it wasn't even a month after my dad passed away. I was immediately on Facebook saying, Hey, uh, anybody that is a cancer survivor, um, has, are still in the battle or a family member of somebody who lost somebody. I'll start a support group if there's interest. So I had like 10 people. Yes, 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 yes. You know, sign me up. And um, it, it it's powerful just to be there, just to know that, you know, the whole reason and the whole premise of why I wrote the book, why I started the show is because I wanted people to know that they were not alone in their traumas or in their situations, um, sorry, I've got a tr- massive Charlie horse in my leg right now, but and it's it's like get away. Anyways, um, so you know, and that's why I decided to speak out and and give other people the opportunity because I know what it's like to be bullied. I know what it's like to have low self esteem. I know what it's like to have somebody die of suicide. I know what it's like to watch your father die of a in a horrific way due to cancer. I know what it's like to see your mother have open heart surgery. I know what it's like to, to, you know, be with uh, parents that have had um, heart stroke and diabetes issues my entire life. So, or what feels like my entire life. And so, you know, it's just, it's, by speaking it out, and especially with mental illness, like today I was watching, uh, a friend of mine is doing a, a, a talk and uh, I looked up with she gave me the U.S. statistics for um, mental health. So I looked at the Canadian statistics. One in five people. Will be touched by mental illness and in by the time, especially by the time they reach 40 and 50 percent of the people that by the time you get to 40 years old here in Canada will have either already experienced mental illness or will have it that
1: is huge yeah that is huge it's time to break the stigma it's time to help each other out of it yeah because having ptsd or having anxiety does not mean you have to stay in it and a lot of people stay in it especially once they've been labeled ptsd or anxiety or whatever the label is yeah and yeah we When we are labeled that, okay, great. Now, what do we do about it? But instead, we focus on, I have that fear. I have that fear. I have that fear. And the fear stands with you. And it overshadows you. And then if he comes in front of you, you don't see anything else. Nope. The voices that we listen to are the things that help us out of it. So if we stop listening to um, heartbreak songs, when you have a heartbreak, yes, they comfort you because you can relate to them. But if two years down the road, you are still listening and relating to that song from that lost relationship, it's not helping you move on and heal. You're staying in that womb. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I realized that. So I took, well, I didn't take them off my playlist. I didn't have that kind of a full force step. Instead, I made a second one. I made one called Determination and I put inspirational music on it. I put motivational music on it. Literally from YouTube, um, Never Give Up, featuring Mm -hmm. Coach Payne. I listened to that every morning because it is powerful. And, and one of the quotes in it that has meant so much to me. Ladies and gentlemen, the reason that you are existing in this world today is because you have things that must be done and only certain people are qualified to take it to the level that it needs to be taken to. There should never be a limitation. And they shouldn't be because we've been able to sit in those traumas. That means we have what it takes to get out of it and to Mm -hmm. show others how to get out of it. So everything we go through, everything that's a struggle for us, is something other people need us to help them get out of. Yeah. Because we've all gone through something. We all know what it's like to go through something. So instead of staying in that or just feeling like, okay, I made it, I'm a survivor, I got through it, I got through it, but that's all you keep saying, I got through it, no, go further, take it, run with it, take the strength out of it, I got through it and I can help others get through it, I can help them do the same thing. I can help them wake up in the morning and look forward to what's going to come today because mm-hmm. we don't have to go what's going to come today. We can literally look for the good stuff. Because yeah. even though we're going to have those days, we're going to have those challenges, but the strength we get out of seeing the good stuff, out of focusing on the good stuff, helps us with the strength to get through the bad stuff. Because then we're looking in it. What do I see in this I can help somebody else with? And there's a quote that I started sharing. The beginning of the pandemic when I finally got myself together. Because the first couple of months I was a basket case. Mm -hmm. This quote, I saw it and I was like, I'm going to use that. I put it on my whiteboard and I never took it off. And at that point, I was putting different ones. And it's other people are going to find healing in your wounds. Your greatest life messages and your most effective ministry will come out of your deepest hurts. And it's from Rick Warren. Mm -hmm. I shared it over and over. I kept it on my board. I had no idea who Rick Warren was. None. But this year was 20 years from my husband's suicide. Wow. It was one of those powerful events. And on that day, Joyce Myers Joyce Myers ministry, I listened to her daily um, her daily talk and she had a speaker on it and it was his wife. Rick Warren was a pastor, is a pastor and they lost a son to suicide, who was bipolar, which is what my husband was, which is what happened to my husband. And to see that, that link on the 20th anniversary, when I was reflecting on the 20th anniversary, was one of those synchronicities that I was supposed to see. Mm -hmm. So, you know, quotes, if you find, look for quotes, look for things that are said to speak to your soul because your spiritual health is your soul's health
0: mm-hmm.
1: don't just look at your mental health and your mind and your body look at your soul look at your spirit because we need that health too yeah. so the things you listen to the books you read the shows you watch um I watch Andy Stanley's um, Your Move because that stuff is awesome. I I take out my notebook. I take notes. I learn things from him. I learn things from Joyce Myers. I learn things from Brene Brown. I learn things from Simon Sinek. I follow these people. I listen to their voices because that's who I want by my side when I keep moving forward, those are the people I want to listen to because you know what? It changes that voice in your head. Mm -hmm. That voice in your head doesn't stay that critical witch who tells you those rotten things because she was there full force for me before, full force. She doesn't now. She's my hopeful critic now. Mm -hmm. She'll say, okay, that was a mistake. What'd you learn from it?" Right. That's what we need. That's what we need that ego critic to say to us, not the rotten stuff, because that doesn't come from our soul. That comes from voices we heard
0: growing mm-hmm. up or
1: other people who say rotten things to us.
0: Yeah. And, and that's why it's so important that to get inner healing from, from those, those triggers that, you know, you've had in the past, you know, it, it's, it's good to, um, well, for 10 years after I left my ex uh, boyfriend, when I was in that abusive relationship, I would constantly work on myself, work on the heart that I was feeling, work on the depression I was in, work on yep. me. Like, because I had felt that I had felt the lowest that I've ever been uh, in my life at that point, because he made me feel like yep, been the worst thing ever. And, but getting to the root of those and, and some of those things that I was triggered by didn't even really come from him. It came from, you know, way back in childhood and, and things that had happened back then. And, yeah. and, but healing is like an onion. Each layer you peel off, yes, you know, you get closer and closer to the truth. And a lot of people just don't, like you said, would rather stay in the shit instead of getting healed. And instead of looking at, uh, you know, how can I, how can I get healed from that and delivered from those evil messages that, you know, you had believed for years um, and get moved past that. And there, there's so many, so many different ways. Like for me, I know, um, see here's Dr. Christie agrees. Healing is a huge, (laughs) Uh, and I did some uh, theophostic prayer ministry back when 10 12, 10, 12 years ago. And that was, you know, really digging into when the first time you heard that lie, um, putting the truth to that lie and, you know, yep. and healing it. And and that is exactly what people need. But people would rather just stay miserable. No, sometimes. it's not
1: that they'd rather stay miserable. It's the, the fear is so far in front of them. And the trauma is so much in front of them. They can't mm-hmm. see through it to see sure. that there's more but there's tools that we have. Mm -hmm. We have counseling, we have tapping, we have um, TRP, um, we have Reiki healing. Um, I belong to beacons of change and that has been an incredible journey for me. We have different support groups. There are so many different things out there and the, the more you look, the more branches of it you find. Because Mm -hmm. life becomes more than just 3D. It it moves up. There are different things. Reiki healing. There is crystal healing. There is things other people would say, you're nuts. But if you start looking, you'll find the things that resonate with your soul. Mm -hmm. And then instead of saying, that's wacky. Or, yeah, no. You say, oh, that's kind of cool. Because... There are different tools. And what works for one person doesn't always work for another. Mm-hmm. But if you find the different tools, sometimes you can find a blend of them that work together yeah. with crystals, with colors, with music. Do you know that you can look up on YouTube different healing hertz frequencies? There's one that I just found recently It is now in my list. I listen to it. I go to sleep at night with it. Along with, there's um, a clubhouse one that Iman does. And his is like flute, flute, piano, guitar, that type of music. Mm -hmm. It's so soothing to the soul. But this one that I found is called Mysterious Fantasy Music, Peaceful Harp and Flute Music with Birds Singing. And it just feels... So grounding. And and the views on it are just magnificent. There is ones on there that are 528 frequencies, uh, 430 something. Like different ones affect different parts of your body. Mm -hmm. They can literally heal your physical body. And there's actually scientific studies on this. There are studies on herbs that help heal you. I take neem supplements, and if I could shout it from the rooftops, I would. I have a a rare autoimmune disease, and infection was my biggest problem, constantly, always on antibiotics, always.
0: Oops. I'm sure Melody would come back. Maybe her phone, um, maybe her phone, uh, he's charging. Anyways, Dr. Chrissy agrees. Yes. That the different healings that are out there. Um, I actually just got introduced, uh, friend, friends of Dr. Chrissy and I just got introduced. I just got introduced to that with the different frequencies. I haven't done a whole lot with that. Um, I, I like tapping into my music for me. Music definitely, um, it keeps me grounded and and brings me back. And Melanie has said a lot of key important points tonight. Um, you know, definitely get past, um, what is keeping you stuck? Don't let the fear overtake you because fear is a liar and definitely, um, some people allow the fear to be so big that they can't see past it, like Melanie said. And um, for a long time, you know, that's that's how I was. And I think we might be getting Melanie back. Yeah. You're there, except for the video. Are you there, Melanie?
1: Oh, there we go. So sorry about that. I had a call come in and it kicked me right off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's OK. Uh, Dr. Christie says there are so many powerful energetic uh, modalities to impact you on a positive level. Uh, so true. So true. Definitely. So, true. so there's music, there's um,
1: motivational speakers, TED Talks, um, songs, just plain songs. Laura Daig- Lauren Daigle. Um, Different songs you can listen to. Different um, colors go with chakras. If you look up chakras, they are energy um, sources in your body. Mm -hmm. Like the more you look for, the more things you find. Um, Qigong, Lee Holden does a great um, source of of Qigong. You can find that on YouTube as well. Mm -hmm. Um, They're like... They're like a blend of yoga yoga and energy healing. They're they're like a magical blend together of them. And when we add those things to our lives, then the fear starts moving sideways. It's not Mm -hmm. sitting in front of your face where you can't see anything anymore. But we have to take that step. That one step to say, what can I see today? What well, can I hear today? And just keep your your options open. Just think, okay, I have an open mind. I don't agree with this. I don't think it's gonna work because I got a lot going on, but I'll be open to it. Show me something. And just that little bit, just that little sliver. And if you take one week and just try that, at the end of the week, you'll probably say, you know, that might've helped a little. And then the more you do, the more you see, the more you learn. Always be hungry to learn something new.
0: Exactly. And um, a lot of the different things that I've been doing is definitely uh, visualization. Hey, Emily, nice to see you. Blake Grams. Hi, Blake. That's Uh, my grandson. Hi, Blake. Oh, okay. (laughs) Awesome. And... um, Sorry, I forget what I was saying. Sorry. I was distracted by the graves because I wasn't sure who he was. Uh, <laughs> well, that's cool that your grandson joined us. Yeah, Totally cool. He and I uh, both love
1: crystals. And it's pretty cool. We talk about it a lot. He's 10. And my daughter, Lindsay, brought us to Howe Caverns in New York. Mm-hmm. It's a crystal cavern. That's literally under the ground. You take an wow. elevator down and you get to see inside the cavern. And there's even a river inside it. Wow. It's just You can feel the energy in it. And, and it's a crystal cavern. Really, wow. really super cool. We had a great
0: time. Hey, Lindsay. Welcome. That would be cool. That would definitely be cool to see that. It's hmm. an experience. But that's I what I mean.
1: Always be open to learning something new, to mm-hmm. seeing something new and you never know what'll resonate with you. Cuz for some people maybe crystals isn't their thing. But maybe those motivation motivational videos, ooh, I found a couple I really love and then start watching them.
0: Yeah. Emily thinks that sounds awesome too. So it does (laughs) and and you're right you know what works for one doesn't work for another so keep keep don't stop until you find something that brings your joy back you know um exactly because that's where it's at trying to find um i i'm being intentional on Trying to keep every thought captive. So if something comes into my mind, I'm like, "Well, that's not serving me, and that's not going to get me closer to my goal." So then I'll let it go, and I'm being more intentional. And that's what I was. uh, I'm listening to the same book over and over over and over and over again. It's um, ask, and it is given by uh, Jerry and Esther Hicks. I've I'm almost through it my second time within the last. I read it last week or listened to it last week. Listening to it this week, and I I need to get the actual uh, physical book because there's some exercises in there I really want to do. And yeah. the, Jerry talks so quickly or Abraham talks so quickly that I can't write it fast enough as I'm listening <laughs> to it at work. And um, but definitely a lot of great a lot of great strategies in that. And 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 even though it doesn't work the first time, be open to listening to it a second time or right. a third time. Right. Um, just like the secret millionaire, I think it was, is it secret? Yeah. Um, you know, cause I've listened to that. I used to listen to that monthly as well, you know, oh, just wow. being open and, and yeah, because uh, it takes seven times for you to hear something or, it, you know, you can only say no seven times to something before you actually do it is what i've heard more than once and i'm like okay so if i i tried that with my dad at one point for something and i forget what it was and it actually worked but you know you're 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 that's why kids are so persistent you know you have you ever met a kid well especially my stepson he is persistent when he wants something he'll keep going after and after and after it and finally you just say yes because you just don't want to listen to it anymore (laughs) <laughs> or maybe I'm just a bad parent. Uh, anyways, uh, of course it's fine. I think we've
1: all done that at one point or another.
0: <laughs> yes. As a sales position, it said seven touches. See? So that's exactly, um, you know, I would never say yes to something that's going to harm him, right. but you know, it's just, right. it's seven, it's in your face. And, and today, like I've listened to the same thing over and over and over again. I have friends whom I love dearly and one of them is on here tonight and it's like, they constantly tell me every Saturday morning, just be, well, what the hell does that mean? Just be. (laughs) So today after listening to it, probably like the seventh or eighth time, just be meant you've already asked for it. The universe and God is willing to give it to you. So if you sit in meditation for 15 minutes a day and just be still, it will come to you. Yeah. And I'm like why didn't you just tell me that before instead of say just be. <laughs> I'm I'm very simple minded. Sorry. I got something going on with my hair and there we go. Um I'm very simple minded. So if you tell me how to do it, I'll do it. And but I want to know why. You know, right. tell me why and why it works and I will do it. So well, today yeah. it just it clicked. Yeah. See? And your you have that
1: little bit because you need to have the faith. Yes, And then you figure out the why when it's when you're ready for it. Right.
0: Well, and like I said today, I did a quick live on my lunch break today saying, hey, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And today yes. it was like a giant light bulb went off of my head when I yes. heard that for like the seventh, eighth time of my life. Just be. And it's I mean, you know, you don't have to. You've already asked for it because God says asking it is given to you. But you're so trapped in the how am I going to get it? You know, yep. what's the steps that I have to do? What's this? And you're not trusting. You're just right. trying to figure your shit out when you should just leave the shit alone <laughs> and let God take care of it. <laughs> do your very
1: best and let God take care of the rest. Exactly. Simple as that.
0: Exactly. And be kind. Exactly. Be kind. Okay, so another thing. Uh, It's past seven here of my time, but that's okay. Um, There was a plea put out. Um, I and I'm saying seven o'clock because there was a plea put out that needed to happen in my hometown by seven o'clock tonight. so this morning there was a, a big 911 SOS put out by our, our where I live in Windsor Ontario this pandemic has pretty much wiped out a, a lot of small businesses um, and there is, our homelessness rate has doubled. And one of the uh, small business owners who is a, they own a restaurant and above the restaurant is where they live. So he, this guy also 5% of his sales go to the downtown mission. So the downtown mission helps our homelessness. So this, the, the people that own this restaurant are like, I've, I've talked to them briefly through messenger and and stuff like that. And you know, how can we help you? How can we support you? And he put this giant SOS out and it's Generations Diner people on uh, 1990 Ottawa Street here in Windsor, Ontario, and uh, they needed to make rent today by 7 o'clock. If they did not make rent by 7 o'clock tonight, not only would he lose his business, he would be homeless. Oh
1: no.
0: So he said, please, you know, and here in Canada, if you're not double vaccinated, you're not allowed to eat inside of the restaurant. so he had said that he was putting no restrictions um there are some people out there that are willing to do that and i applaud them um uh the discriminatory stuff that's going around in our town i'm in and, and all the surrounding towns that are going with it there is a huge segregation between between the vaxxed and the non vaxxed and it, it's it's quite sick really um and so a lot of people were not going to support him because he said i don't care i'm anybody is welcome in and the town came together i'm pretty sure the last i was looking for updates on facebook before we came in tonight and someone said you know way to go windsor you came together now i was i tried to order online i tried to order even though i had food in the fridge that i had put aside that would have went with my meal plan um my husband saw that I reshared the post that a girlfriend yeah. of mine has shared. And he says, So, does that mean we're eating out for dinner tonight? I'm like, Well, <laughs> I said, yep. I would like to support any way that I can, but I right. tried to order online and I couldn't get it on there. We tried to call, couldn't. It, it's because of the overwhelming response that wow. they were swamped. So, wow. I'm praying to God that by seven o'clock tonight, they made it that they were able to get their rent and if they're still open tomorrow i'll see if my if my husband wants to order from them tomorrow <laughs> because i couldn't i tried, right. tried, tried right. to try to tonight but couldn't get through and then i had to hurry up and do something because i had to hop on the show for tonight right so um but that's when the power of prayer and community come together yeah. so you you had said several times tonight be kind i totally believe that i mean um I had an, because of the homelessness, I also, I'm friends with a bunch of different people and different uh, associations um, here in Windsor for the homelessness. And um, I hooked up with another friend of mine and she, she's always constantly, Hey, do you have men's coats? Do you have men's shoes? Do you have this? Do you have that? And I said, Leslie, when I go to clean up my dad's stuff, I'm making sure that you have first crack at it before I go to anywhere, anywhere else. That's and big. so she's putting all these SOSs out, and I'm like, okay, never mind. I'm just going to go to Chatham. I'm going to get my dad's stuff, and I'll come and bring it back. So, out of that, we took it to another location. She has like four or five places that she brings stuff to. And so she said, follow me. And she goes, I'll go with you because it, from if I've never experienced it before, it could look scary. So I thought, okay me, who has experienced pretty much everything, I said, and it's something that I've always wanted to do, Leslie will um, make food and go out onto the street and feed 300 people or more per night. Wow. So I'm like, okay, I want to do that, but I'm really not sure because I'm very empathetic if my psych- psyche can yeah. handle this. So we went over there, we dropped off everything, and we seen everybody in the parking lot and I'm just like, if back when I lived in Chatham, every month my my I would bring my nephews and we would help out at the soup kitchen. Um, it was one Saturday per month we would feed uh, breakfast to the homeless, and I made sure the first couple times like they my nephews were between me and and uh, another person because it's daunting. Like they yeah. get would they get everything that they've ever asked for, so they had never seen the other side, you know, on uh, how life could be. So. Yeah. And it's funny because my mother and nephew says, "Hey, auntie, do you do you go to the soup kitchen anymore and help out?" I'm like, "Well, I haven't done that since I left town. Um, uh, left town. I like I left Chatham to move to Windsor to be with my husband. And uh, but so my aunt told him about another soup kitchen that he could help out with in in their area because wow. he lives an hour away. Well, thirty five minutes away from me now. So it's just." It's just that it brought back, like, why did you quit volunteering for this? You know, so I definitely want to get back on the streets. I want to help more people. And one of the ways was to, um, and that was one of my lunch, lunch topics was, you know, at the end of the day, the only thing you, you have left is just stuff. So give it away. And there are several men now out on the streets that are out there wearing my dad's clothes. Um, but You know it it's to me if you if you can't get past what's in front of you and your fear and your frustrations seek something that's bigger than you yes you know go volunteer somewhere Yes. go help somebody else out and um you know it takes away from everything here sorry i gotta get back into these comments i just went off on a tangent oops we were there already so true uh do what i can with what I have daily and don't worry about how. Yes, exactly. If you think of the end goal all the time, sometimes you can get stuck in that. You know, it it might frighten you a little bit. Not Uh, to mention
1: the end goal can change.
0: Well, exactly.
1: Because my end goal before is nowhere near what it is now. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Emily, I hope they made it to you. I will find out. And I will post it in the comments when I find out. Uh, I'm hoping they. Well, I'm pretty sure they made it. I mean, for for hours we couldn't get through to them. So that's pretty uh, cool because hey, that means they had a lot. That yeah, that means that they had a lot of people and a lot of support. Hey Gabe, thanks for showing up. Uh, suits, etc. We took them to a shelter. Exactly. I- exactly, and you know, like I kept a couple of my dad's sweaters, especially. The old beat up ones that he used to just sit around and and, uh, be comfortable in. But, I mean, to help somebody else is, is to me, why I do everything that I do. Yep.
1: And I'm sure he's proud of you.
0: I'm sure he is. (laughs) I'm sure he is. I would love to have one more conversation with them to really find out. But yes, oh,
1: I hear you. I would love to have one more with my father too.
0: Yeah. It will come. It will come. Oh yeah. Before COVID, it used to have family volunteer at the local community shelter here in Dallas, the Life Foundation and the Austin street shelter are still donate, but don't volunteer because of the pandemic. Okay. It's it's Yes. And I get that. And, and people, you got to yeah. be comfortable where you're at. I, I totally agree. Um, that's right. Don't ever doubt it. That's right. Um, I was, I was talking to the same friend that, you know, I was giving this stuff away to and um, there is a huge drug problem also in our area. And it's, it, it, it has finally affected her because she's, like seeing the same people over, over overdosing and overdosing and it's heartbreaking to watch but at the end of the day that's someone's child so you're yes. going to do everything you can and if it wasn't for the fact that she had uh Narcan kits in her vehicle the other day those people would have died right and i mean to that's eye opening and this is right like this is literally 10 blocks from where i live i'm just like that's the freaky part yeah, you know, and and people people don't know what they don't know, and some people don't. You know that you don't go looking necessarily to find out what's in your community, the bad stuff about it, um but it's and there. The
1: suffering, the suffering exactly. is there.
0: The suffering is there, and I mean, I know this is not just my my town. I'm not I'm not exactly. small minded where. enough to know that that's just here in Windsor. I mean, that's everywhere. It, it is everywhere because when I lived in Chatham, it was on there too. You know, it, guys would pick drugs up on the street and, and and stuff like that, and people that you didn't even think were addicts were totally addicts. And you know, you and someone yeah, say, "Hey, did you hear about so and so?" Yeah, a wound. exactly. And it's like they do it to numb out, and especially right now with the pandemic, because they the suicide rates, at least here have doubled or tripled because yes. people are, because we've been locked down for so long. You know,
1: people are at the end of their ropes. Exactly. All they see is the bad. They don't see any of the good. It, exactly. Um,
0: and it's hard it's,
1: when you're in the dark like that. It's really hard.
0: Yeah. And that's why we're bringing the light. Yeah. We're bringing the light. Yes. To this dark world. <laughs> I just want to thank, I can't believe it's almost time here. I just want to thank everybody, um, you know, for, for hopping in on the show Sorry, we had at the beginning, some technical difficulties with uh, LinkedIn, but we're back. And up sorry, I dropped out. <laughs> that's okay. That's what live show is all about. You never know what's going to happen. And that's the beauty of it. It just. And as Brene Brown going.
1: says, um, vulnerability is showing up. Being seen when there are no guarantees. Exactly. And we got in the ring. She talks about that a lot. <laughs> I, that's one person I haven't had the pleasure of. Um, oh, you've got to check her out. Yeah. Renee Brown.
0: Yeah. I've heard of her. I follow her on LinkedIn, but I have not listened or dug into any of her stuff yet. I've been so busy. Like everybody's just like, hey, you got to listen to this. Hey, you got to listen right. to this. Hey, right. you know. So, I mean, my you playlist. Only have on- so many so much time in a day. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I wish some days that I didn't have to sleep because I could get so much more <laughs> accomplished. But then that would not be taking care of my spiritual and my self care stuff. So right, you it's know, reset I, time. That's right. I, I, you need that balance and that yes, sleep. You do. As somebody who is a recovering workaholic. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> totally get it. So Melody, is there any last words that you want to leave with our guest tonight?
1: Please remember, you matter. And if you're suffering, look for what's out there to help you not suffer anymore. Because there are ways to see the light. I'm even writing my own, I'm I'm creating an online course to help go in depth about all the things I'm learning that are tools we can use. And I'm still learning them. So it's, I'm still creating it.
0: <laughs> that is so awesome. And, Melody, tell our guests where uh, they can get an, in touch with you.
1: LinkedIn is my favorite place. Um, I'm also on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. But my website is socialcommentary.com And that's where I post my articles. On LinkedIn and Facebook, I use um, the hashtag Melody's Eyes. Because it's my view, and um, I will help one. Because I want everything I do to at least help one.
0: Right, I love That's that. I have here tonight. Yep, and hopefully we've reached one or more. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, would I love have. It. I, ha- I believe I put that in the show notes, but I also put it in the comments too, uh, your website. And uh, Melody, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on here. Thank and uh, yeah, it's, it's I've learned a lot and can def- definitely identify with a lot. And uh, I just want to thank our listeners for tuning in. We totally appreciate you. And uh, Thanks, come, come back. On. Yes. Come back here tomorrow or mon- next Monday night, same time, same channel. And um, Thank you, everything. Thank
1: you so much.
0: Thank you, and uh, yeah, it, it's going to be another exciting, another exciting episode. I swear, I say each time that um, it, the show keeps getting better and better, and it just does. Um, so, and I just thank my guests for for being on here and thanking the listeners uh, for making the show so incredible. Because you know, I that's why we're here to yeah. share our stories. So. With that, have an amazing night, everybody, and uh, God bless you all. Bye.